Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about how resistance shows up in our life when we have fear and worry and keeps us stuck. So if you want to see how resistance is impacting your life and your relationships, make sure you take a listen. Today, we are going to talk about owning our happiness. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I am excited to be here with you today and to share some thoughts and feelings that I have around owning your happiness and what that looks like and how that shows up in your life. So before we dive in, I just want to put out a little disclaimer It is summertime where I am at. My children, my four beautiful children are out of school and they are just out in the open area um, watching a show. So I have a tendency of my boys to sometimes hoot and holler and be a little disruptive. So I apologize in advance if you hear that through this recording. Um, but I want to continue to record. It's going to be a little dicey, I'm sure, during these summer months, but hopefully you guys will, you know, forgive me and give me grace as I am recording this information with my children around. That being said, let's go ahead and dive into the information. So owning your happiness, I really want to get clear about what that looks like and what that really means and how that um, maybe showing up in your life today and some of the things that you can do to improve you owning your happiness. I'm going to start with asking a couple of questions, and I really want you to think about these questions and they may resonate with you. They may not, but they may be familiar or similar to you in other aspects of your life. So really get honest with yourself there's no judgment. So get honest with yourself around this. So here are the questions. Do you find yourself looking at things external to you to make you happy? And let me get clear on what that means with some of these questions or some of these statements. I'll be happy when I get this job promotion. Or I'll be happy when my children are peaceful and getting along and there's no fighting? Or I'll be happy when my husband makes me his priority and our family a priority. Or 
I'll be happy when there is world peace around me. Whatever those statements, anything that begins with I'll be happy when, we're putting on a condition to something more often than not that is external to us. And let me share something with you. This might be a little bit of a mind shift. This is how I perceive this. But when we are putting our happiness on things that are external to us, we are empowering those things or those people to be in control of our state of happiness. We are handing over our power to them and thinking that they are going to rise up and show up in those ways that we're needing to be happy. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, I have so many, what I'm going to call triggers, and I'm going to talk about triggers a little bit, but I have so many different triggers that go on in my life that as things set me off into that downward spiral emotions, I can't control myself and and my state of, of being enough to um, trust or to turn over my happiness to somebody else that's probably experiencing similar things and maybe even things that are unaware to them because they're not listening to this podcast. So be mindful of your statements of I'll be happy when and you fill in the blank. Whatever that looks like for you, just be mindful because when we're putting our state of happiness on a condition that is dependent upon something external to you, I promise you, you will be disappointed, you will be saddened, and you will not have the happiness that you want in your life. And this is about owning our happiness. When we own our happiness, it is something that happens within us within us. It's not external to us. And I'm going to share here the secret to happiness. Okay. Are you ready for this? This is going to blow your mind and it is so simple, but it is still the secret to happiness. Happiness is a choice. You choose happy. It is not something that happens to you while there are thoughts that we have and emotions that we experience when we're having uh, an experience, but it's not something that happens. It's something you choose. Even during hard times and hard things, you have a choice to rise above, to shift your perspective, to give it a different meaning. All of these tools, and they are tools, are ways in which you can work on maintaining your happiness and owning it. And I'm going to share again, I'm going to reference these brain episodes. There was this three-part series that we did, but pay attention to this because it is your brain. If, If choosing happy and being happy doesn't feel natural to you in the way of you seeing your life and what is going on in your life, it's okay because it's mostly due to the wiring of your operating system. And what is your operating system, guys? It's your brain. 
Go back to those, those episodes if you need a refresher, but it's our brain that we are operating on. And when something isn't feeling natural to us, it is time to upgrade our operating system. And that requires us to do the work. We got to do the work. We want happy. We got to do the work. We got to be conscious and intentional with the thoughts that we're allowing, with the meanings we're assigning, with the subconscious and unconscious patterns that we have hardwired and start creating those new neuro pathways. And I'm going to share quickly two things that help me in maintaining my level of happiness. And you're going to hear this one often from me, and that's okay, because repetition is our friend. But one of the antidotes, you know, or one of the um, tricks to really maintain our happiness is turning to gratitude and appreciation. It is such a small and simple thing to look for things to be grateful for. When we shift our mind, it will create momentum to find and discover more things to appreciate. Remember, what we focus upon, we magnify. So when we are intentionally choosing to look for things in our life, in our world, in our experiences to be grateful for, then our brain will start looking for those things. And you'll start attracting more of those thoughts coming into your, into your mind. And it will create a surplus of momentum and energy that's going to flow through you. And it will shift the way you are seeing things and the way you are showing up. So whatever you focus on, energy flows. Remember that if we focus on the things that are causing us challenges, And we're going to experience more challenges. If we do what we've always done, we're going to get what we always got. If we're wanting to change things, if we're wanting to shift and transform the life and relationships we're experiencing, it starts with focus and intention. And I'm going to just put out here, there are times when those criticizing thoughts and words escape my mouth. And that is when I know I need to, for that individual, for that person, for that thing that's going on within my world, I put out three other things to appreciate about that person. And that is how we start changing those thought patterns in our subconscious mind. It's intentionally choosing, exchanging the one criticism for three means of gratitude and appreciation for the person or thing and it's being intentional. I'm going to talk a little bit here again about owning our happiness. Triggers. This is something that I mentioned early on that cause that downward feeling of emotions, those those downward spiral of emotions that we can get ourselves into a rut or into a pattern of really showing up in that place. Well, a trigger is something that causes those feelings. When you experience something, when you are in a situation that's causing those feelings, you got to start paying attention to the thoughts that you're having, what's going on in your brain, because it's finding out what that trigger is, what is really causing 
those downward spiral emotions and examine it, putting light on it and uh, pulling it out. We have two options, two options when it comes to our triggers and they are ours. And we got two things we can do with them. The first is ignore it, protect it, put up the walls of protection to keep that trigger safe. And that will keep us on the path that we're currently on the path and the relationships that we currently have, or we get brave. We um, muster up some courage and we step forward in faith and we work on pulling that trigger out. It is literally extracting it from our existence, from our brain, from our wiring. And that is how we own our happiness. You guys have heard me say this, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So as we're having this human experience, it is natural to have all these emotions. These emotions are those indicators to know that we have some work. And I am telling you, the people in my life are my blessing because they show me daily what work I still have to do, what work I need to focus on to examine what is triggering me and figure out why it's triggering me, what meaning I have associated to it, what belief system I have associated to it, and work on pulling it out. And if this is something you guys want to do, I invite you to join me in my Facebook group, Enlightened Relationships with Lindsay K. Porter. That's the Facebook group name. So I invite you to join me in that group where I am happy to help examine those triggers with you and really help shift those thoughts, those meanings, those patterns that we have wired ourselves to show up in and change our world. Because I can tell you, holding on to those triggers will only keep you stuck. And triggers naturally are putting us in that downward spiral emotion, which is the opposite of where we want to be to have more happiness in our life. So going to ask you this question, and really this is going to be your call to action today. I know there was another thing I was going to share. I'm going to hold it, maybe shelf it for next week. We'll see. Um, but your call to action for this week is to examine your triggers, start taking inventory of those triggers and figure out how you can own your part, your meaning, your belief system in the way your brain, your operating system is wired and do what you can to pull those triggers out and to start replacing it with an alternate meaning, an alternate thought, a different pattern of the way of you, the way of you seeing something or doing something. Own your happiness starting today and allow people to be where they're at until we can truly master ourselves. which I know I'm speaking here from truth. I've not yet mastered I've not yet worked through all of my triggers. So until I can, I can't really put that on anyone else. I want to own my happiness. I want to see more of it, experience more of it 
in this world we live in. And I know it's possible because I've experienced it. This life is not about perfection. It's about progress. And awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.